0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to What's the Buzz? This is Apis Productions' podcast that tries to keep you at the forefront of all the latest buzzworthy topics and trends in our industry. Today's episode is really a recap of Apis's first ever webinar called The Data Revolution, The More You Know, The More You'll Grow. It was hosted by our fearless leader and CEO of Apis Productions, Peri Lane, and she interviews me our search engine optimization and marketing consultant here at Apis Productions. So I hope you enjoy the recap and we will see you on the next podcast. Take care. Really the best way to understand how your clients are are interacting uh, with your website. And it allows you to optimize your website, uh, expand your client base, improve your brand experience and your user's experience with your brand uh, and enhance, and this is a big one, all of your marketing efforts Uh, while evolving the strategy for your brand. So I know it it might seem like a a chore to review all these statistics, but I'm a huge proponent of curiosity. And I believe that all of our clients should be truly uh, curious about their data. And, you know, some data nerd uh, once said, the power of knowing your data will always be greater than the convenience of ignoring it. So keep that in mind.
1: That's a great quote, Danny. So I know Google gives you all this information and I've looked at, you know, Google analytics, logging in, it can be super overwhelming.
0: Um, What are the most important things that people should be looking for? You're right. It can be completely overwhelming. And we get that uh, from our clients sometimes when I'm helping them understand their analytics. Sometimes it's like trying to find a single tree while you're being blinded by the forest, you know? Um, but even though there's different sets of data that matter to different people in different niches, but I found with our clients, um, especially in the you know, uh, insurance and, and wealth industry in that niche, there, there's a, a core four um, pieces of data that, that matter uh, more than all the others. So let's kind of break that down. Um, the most important piece of data you get is how many people are visiting your website every day, every week, every month over time. And that statistic itself breaks down into all the other statistics that really matter. So um, let's say you've got 700 people coming to your website every month, you know, that's, that's great, you're getting traffic. And some of them are going to be clients that, you know, have registered and log in. And then others are prospects finding you from search engines, being referred to you from LinkedIn, LinkedIn is your friend, uh, and, and other businesses. So once you know how many people are coming in, then you know what your website's family is, you know, what the community is. And that's really when you can start breaking everything down. So let's show you exactly what I'm talking about. So here's APIS Productions. This is our analytics data that I'm showing you. Excuse me. And this data was taken over a 10-day period of time, from February 5th to the 15th. And the page I'm looking at now, this is the answer to where our traffic is coming from. Now we're a marketing company and we write a bunch of articles and blogs uh, for your industry and and ours and how they intersect. Uh, And so we do get a lot of organic search. As you can see in a 10 day period of time, we had 232 people find us just by typing something in on Google in the search engines. So that's fantastic. That's in a 10 day period. Uh, But you know, I'm also very curious about the referral traffic, you know, are we getting, business from our LinkedIn page, um, et cetera. So I dive deeper into that data and I kind of, it breaks it down for me. And I can see that we're getting, you know, 14, you know, plus two, so 16 people in a 10 day period of time from LinkedIn. And that's great, but I might want to use this data uh, to tell Puri like, hey, I want more than 50 people a month coming to us from LinkedIn. So let's start a campaign, let's outreach on LinkedIn. And then I'd be using this page quite an awful lot uh, to see is our campaign working, how can we improve it? So that's one idea of of how the data can help. But then I also really care about what pages on the website are our visitors uh, going to. And so I look at that data set and obviously your homepage for all of our clients and us is always going to be the most visited page on your site. So looking past the homepage, I just want to point out number 2 here. This was a linked uh, I mean this was a blog post we wrote quite a while ago and you can see it got 341 views in a 10-day period of time. So when I'm talking to our clients and I'm saying writing articles helps, I'm not lying. It helps a lot. It drives traffic and creates opportunity. But for this moment, I'm going to show you that I was curious about how many people were visiting our webinar registration page, specifically the page for this webinar that you're all attending right now. Uh, And during this 10-day period of time, we had sent out an email, and I wanted to see how it was going. And so I was like, yay, 136 people visited. They spent three minutes reading it. That's a really good sign. But did they take any actions while they were on this page? Um, And so I want to break down that data a little more i'm just showing you an example of how you can use the data and an event is an action google calls them events you know if somebody clicks on a page in your website if they submit a form so of all the forms on our site 80 people submitted something so let's break that down i want to know who submitted the webinar form the registration form and here g form g27 is our uh, webinar registration form for this webinar so I just went through all four questions, the four core, to understand uh, more details about this webinar and how the analytics impacted that. And the core four, again, are, how many visitors are you getting? Where are they coming from? What are they looking at and how are they engaging with your site? And those are really, those are the core four data sets. I think all of our clients need to pay close attention to uh, and that matter the most.
1: So once we ha- once we know that data, what's next? How do we and our clients use this information to increase revenue and engage with customers, find those opportunities? What, what do we do next?
0: You're right. Uh, and th- that's the most important question. How can we elevate our business and our revenue? Uh, so there are hundreds of ways to use this data. Uh, so let me give an example that I think our clients can relate to the most, um, at least hopefully you all can relate to it. So let's say a client uh, calls APIS and says, hey, I want to attract more, let's get real specific. I want to attract more wealth advisors that are handling high net worth clients uh, and they need help structuring life insurance policies for estate planning, right? So that's a a real niche kind of target audience. And here's where, again, I think LinkedIn is is our best friend. So I think the strategy I would go with there is I would say, all right, um, wonderful client. Let's create an ad on LinkedIn. And not just an ad that blasts to all of LinkedIn, but let's specifically find groups on LinkedIn where these types of advisors are networking, are talking shop, where they're they're living and breathing, right? And here's an example of one group I would find that we would want to have that ad shown to this group. It's the Trusts and Estate Network. This is an actual group. It's got 33,000 members uh, that... And of those member set, your, your target audience of those advisors are in there. So we'd find maybe four or five of these groups would get about 100, 150,000 uh, audience. And we'd start running that ad. Now, LinkedIn um, gives you analytics specifically on LinkedIn for how your ads are performing. And it's very important. But when they click the ad, where are they going to go? You don't want them to just go to the homepage of your website. That's a common mistake. No, instead, you'd want uh, APIS to help you make a a landing page specifically for people who click your LinkedIn ad for those advisors. And it would just uh, continue to drive the information you put on the ad. It would be a landing page talking about how your firm is the best one to handle uh, estate planning, uh, life insurance policies, you know, that that go well with that. And uh, and it would have a call to action on it. So now we're going to have to have more than one set of analytics to, to consider. We're gonna have to have our LinkedIn analytics. We're gonna have to have the Google analytics to talk about the landing page. So I like to put everything in one place. So what I would do for that client is I would create a data studio report, which allows APIS to bring in your LinkedIn ad campaigns, your email campaigns from MailChimp or or, uh, Constant Contact uh, and your Google analytics and search console all into one beautiful interactive report That can get emailed to you on an automated basis so you can see it every three days every two days every week what have you um so i I really think the power of having all your data in one place is important uh and this allows us to optimize the outcomes this is where analytics shines it's not all by itself it's when you combine it with with another effort like a marketing effort and i've i've created an equation conversion equals analysis plus agility Conversion in this case is getting these advisors to this landing page and having them fill out that form or or calling you. And we do that by interpreting the analytics, that's the analysis. And then when we see how they're reacting to the landing page, which ads they're clicking on LinkedIn, that's where the agility comes in because we know the data. So on the spot, we can A-B test the layout of that landing page to optimize it for them, filling out that form and giving us their critical information. We can Uh, cut bait with the ads that aren't working and double down on the ads that are. Uh, And it really allows us to optimize the outcome of our marketing efforts and our ad spend. And that's where the rubber, that's where the rubber hits the road. That's where this, these analytics truly shine.
1: Yeah. I know analytics um, also plays a big role in the SEO audits that you do for clients, Danny, the, um, you know, those extensive reports. Can you talk a little bit about the audit and how analytics plays into that process
0: for you? Yes, I, I love SEO audits. Well, they're, they're the only kind of audit I like. And uh, I made a little slide here because don't be afraid of SEO audits. They are much better than the IRS kind of audits. And one lucky winner here today who showed up is going to get a, a free SEO audit, which is quite a value because it's a very extensive deep dive uh, into your website. Uh, From a search engine perspective, but also from a competitive perspective. So just kind of give you an idea of what it looks like. um, When I perform an SEO audit, it ends up being about seven or eight reports that you get. uh, And then obviously a summary so that you don't lose your mind looking at those reports. But all of them talk about what's dragging you down in the search rankings. Why doesn't Google love you more than your competitors, right? And so the first thing I start with is a technical audit. And I use a whole bunch of, a whole suite of software to perform this. And basically the technical audit tells you all these things that are just broken from a technical standpoint with your website, Uh, broken links that go nowhere, that give you that horrible 404 page error, uh, images that don't show up, pages that are just orphaned and you can't link back to, or you can't link to. There's literally hundreds of different things that could be wrong with your site. several hundred errors. And this is good low-hanging fruit that if we fix it right away, it it will help Google uh, bring you up in the search standings. But then beyond that, I do a competitive analysis. So I'm able to, and I'm using APIS as my example here. And I know that APIS has no competition because we're the best, but let's just pretend that we do. (laughs) So I want to know which key phrases and keywords are our competitors ranking for that we're not. And what keywords and key phrases do we share with our competitors? So here's a couple of our marketing competitors in the space. And, and, you know, there is some overlap there, but obviously a Venn diagram doesn't show us enough. So this is just a snippet of a report that probably has about 800 different key phrases on it. Um, But, you know, we can see where are we ranking in Google versus our competitors. And we can use this information and dive deeper into our competitors, which I do in an SEO audit, to figure out how to beat them. And it's not rocket science once you have the data. Uh, There's other reports like backlink reports. um, You know, how, how, sorry, I just moved my screen over, how can a, a backlink that's coming from another website and linking to your site, how can that harm you and how can it help you? So we look at where all your backlinks are coming from and we get rid of all the spammy ones that are coming from like Yemen and backlink warehouses and just nefarious players that are big no-nos for Google. Uh, So ultimately I I use all of these reports to understand these key concepts. I do a keyword analysis of your site, a competitive analysis of your site, the technical audit. We check out your site health and we want it to be in the high 90s out of hundred. And then the best part about the audit is this report that summarizes all the other reports but, but I create actionable next steps that we can take together to, to really improve your rankings overall. And uh, I think that's where we get to the power and how we can become more dominant uh, from an SEO perspective. And the thing that our clients get most surprised about when they see these audits is just how much garbage has accumulated in their website over time. Entropy is real. And broken links, broken pages, all that is real on your site, and you don't even know it's there. Um, it reminds me of my grandmother's basement growing up. So I, my nannie, my grandmother, had this basement that to a child was absolutely incredible. It was filled with treasures that was really just all the junk she had accumulated since the 1950s and had hoarded in her basement so the rest of her house could be clean. And I'm bringing up this analogy because, I mean, it, though it was amazing uh, down there, baseball mitts, pictures of John F. Kennedy, like wedding gowns, multiple wedding gowns, even though she only got married once. I mean, maybe she was a little bit of a hoarder. But what I've learned is websites, including our clients, websites are a lot like my nonni's basement. And here's my nonny, uh holding me as a baby your website is collecting a bunch of garbage and there's no way to know where that garbage is until you do an SEO audit. Broken links, orphan pages, outdated files. An SEO audit helps you finally clean that basement, finally get rid of everything so that you can once again look good in the eyes of Google and have a nice tidy site. I love the,
1: uh, analogy there of your your Nani's basement, which would also be a great band name, Nonny's basement. Um, <laughs> <Nani's> basement. <laughs> um, so up until this point, we've been really focused on Google products. I know there's other tools out there. Can you speak to that?
0: Yeah, yeah, there are other tools out there. Uh, there are some tools that compete directly with Google Analytics, um, only for money. They claim to be better, but I think free is beautiful. Uh, so. I think what I really like the most of all the other products are the things that Google can't do. And one of them is called heat mapping. And let me show you what that looks like. I I find this absolutely stunning and fascinating. So this is just one company that does heat mapping. It's called Lucky Orange. I really like them because they do what everybody else does, but I feel like they do it for a more fair price point. It's about 30 bucks a month. Uh, So look at this image here. What Lucky Orange does, what heat mapping does is it shows you where your user's mouse, uh, which is their attention, is landing the most. So this is all these users on what looks like a a sofa or furniture company, and it's showing you the buttons where their mouse hovers and where on that button it hovers, uh, which can be useful when you're laying out a page. Uh, And it's really amazing because, you know, imagine if you don't know, you're trying to sell someone something or you're trying to provide a service for your agents and advisors, right? and you want them to know about it, you want them to use it because you're paying for these tools and you want them to use them. But sometimes they don't even know about the tools or they don't know where to find the tools on your site and you don't get why they don't see it. If you did a heat map, you'd quickly understand where their attention was going and what they were missing and you would lay out your page differently. Again, it goes back to using analytics to be very agile. Remember, conversion, which is the goal, equals um, analysis plus agility. And i think heat mapping allows you to be really agile too it's a good set of analytics and what's more amazing is uh you can also have it film some of your users journey so you'll see a movie of where one user where they went all over your site and what they clicked and that can be extremely powerful to see that journey uh so yeah i think for something this cheap especially if you've got like a campaign or some information you're trying to get out there You know, for a few months, uh, 30 bucks a month to find out if it's working or not. Uh, A a company like Lucky Orange would be a a beautiful thing to add to your analytics arsenal, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think it's really an underused um, tool that I would love to see more of our clients using. Uh, So let's take a moment and um, wrap up with the Google Analytics changes that are happening and the GA4. Can you... Talk to us about that.
0: Yeah, this is a this is a big deal. And, you know, we sent you all, uh, we sent everybody uh, an email about it a while back. Um, so Google Analytics changes every so often, every many years. And it's been on something called Universal Analytics, which almost all of you have. Um, and now they're changing from Universal Analytics, UA, to something called GA4. And it's a big shift. And the reason it's a big shift is because google's not going to support the universal analytics data as of july 1st of this year so this summer i mean it's like the movie jaws coming up like there's a giant shark that's going to come and devour the data that you thought was safe and good but there's a way out um you must upgrade to the new ga4 and you can do that now and we, we will do that for you we can do that on your behalf if you if you ask us to